Let us pray. On this eve of Christmas, O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So this Christmas season is a time for lots of things, of course, lights, uh, parties, music, and more. Uh, also, maybe you've noticed, seems to be a season of lots of commercials, um, each one trying to help you find the perfect gift uh, for the people that you love. Um, now, one of the commercials that's caught my attention this season was a commercial um, for an exercise bike um, from a company called Peloton. Maybe you've seen this commercial. In the commercial, the husband gives his wife a $2,300 exercise bike um, with a fancy TV screen, along with the $13 a month subscription service uh, for an internet-based um, fitness class that you can have anytime you want. And she loves it. She loves the gift so much, she begins to use it every day, and she takes a video, a little short little vlog-style video of herself using the machine every single day, um, even on days when she doesn't feel like it. And the last shot of the commercial is her showing these clips to her husband, and the last clip is her thanking him for getting her this gift she didn't even know that she needed. It's a cute commercial, but there was yeah, a little backlash on Twitter. Um, apparently husbands aren't supposed to get their wives fitness equipment for Christmas <laughs> because it means that he thinks she's fat, I guess. That's, so I'm not gonna get into the merits, guys, of buying um, gifts of, of fitness for your significant other. But uh, I am intrigued, I'm intrigued by this notion of how gifts that we receive say something about us, that they make a claim on us, right? Um, who we are, who the giver hopes we might become. This Christmas Eve, um, I want to share with you the story of the very best Christmas present I ever received and the claim that it made on me and, and who I might become. So when I was a little kid, um, I remember looking through the Sears and Montgomery Ward catalog and circling the things that I wanted for Christmas. How many of you remember doing that when you were a kid? Yeah. Kind of split the congregation in half, right? Old people and less old people, right? All right. <laughs> um, as I grew older, uh, I just kind of, I made it simple. I just started making a list. No bother looking through the catalog. Here's the list of things I want. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a home where my parents could get me and my siblings many of the things that on our Christmas list. And so um, every year I got at least one thing on my list and I remember Christmas as a joyful time of the year. And so throughout the year we'd be at a store, I'd ask my parents, hey, would you get that for me, please? You know, please, would you get that for me? they say, nah, but put it on your Christmas list, right? And so I worked on my Christmas list all year. Um, and since my parents were so faithful to get me, again, at least one of the things on my list I would, I would Love Christmas, anticipate it with great joy. Um, wonder about opening that present. But when I was 16, I received the very, the very best gift I'd ever gotten. I would say probably the best Christmas gift I've gotten since. Um, and it was a gift that I never even asked for. On Christmas Day, 28 years ago, my parents gave me a Yamaha guitar. It's, it's still in my office. Um, for weeks before Christmas, I stared at that big box um, with my name on it. My mother, uh, she loved wrapping presents weeks ahead of time, putting them out to torture us. I mean, she said it helped build anticipation, right? 
And I wondered what it could be. Nothing on my list was that big. What was inside? And when I opened it up, I remember thinking, what am I supposed to do with this? Right? But also in the box was a book, you know, how to play guitar. So some assembly required, right? Um, and I began teaching myself how to play. And it took a long time to learn. If, you, if anybody in this room has learned how to play guitar, um, especially with steel strings, you know what I'm talking about. It's a painful process. Um, and I often wondered why my parents thought it would be such a good idea to give me this torture device on, as a Christmas gift when I'd really asked for more video games, right? But I kept at it. And here's the thing. Today, I can, I can scarcely imagine my life without that guitar. My left hand just would not be the same without those calluses, right? And the music that I make with it has become a rich part of who I am. And it was my dedication to learning the guitar that inspired my grandmother to give me another gift. She gave me the gift of her mandolin. The mandolin that she also had gotten when she was a 16-year-old child. And I still have that mandolin as well. And between the mandolin and the guitar, I get to make music around here with so many of you on a weekly basis. And playing the strings is just so much a part of who I am. And nearly every time I strap that guitar on, I, I think about my parents and